I always say rewires. I like that word because mm-hmm. people understand what that means. Your, your brain, uh, your emotional system, even your physical body, actually. And mm-hmm. what I love so much is it does bring you that awareness that talk therapy and other modalities can't really necessarily bring you. And that is just a knowing. I call it a knowing. Like you touch on some sort of block or something that's in the way, or you get a download of a word and you get a knowing that, oh my goodness, wow, this is what's getting in the way. So there's there's an, almost an energetic connection that is not in our heads at all. The breath takes you into your heart, into your body, and you just are able to feel things on a totally new new level, a spiritual level, emotional level, energetic level. That's where the healing takes place, I think. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle Lamoureux. Welcome back to the show. Joining us today is Jay Bradley. And, you know, I had all these questions I wanted to ask him. And before the mics went on, Jay shared that he just had this really traumatic experience just four days ago. And just for anyone listening, when you're interviewing someone, there's such an intimacy, especially I know Jay now through just having him out on the show and I do his breathwork courses. And I just, my heart is going out to you and it's hard to just like pretend like you didn't just tell me that. So can you share a little bit about what happened and are you okay? Oh, thank you, Michelle. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Yeah, I was sharing that I just got in a pretty bad car accident a few days ago and, you know, uh, it just really caught me off guard. And I've never really been in a a major car accident like that where my car was totaled and you know, it just brought up a lot of stuff. And and in fact, I'm going to include that in my newsletter on Friday because, you know, I work with people with trauma, uh, with a lot of struggles and emotional challenges. That's why I love using breathwork as a tool. Uh, and it just made me realize, you know, we all have day-to-day traumas, whether they be big or large or big or small, I should say. And so, yeah, this was just bringing up a lot of interesting emotion and um, it's residual. So now I understand very well how trauma can affect the body and the mind, and uh, it can be quite triggering. So, yeah. So here I am, thankful to be alive. Thank God. Yeah. Well, Jay showed me a picture of his car when he said it was totaled. It was totaled, and you've got some burns on your arms that you showed me from the airbag that thankfully was there to protect you. Um, yes. Because if yeah, that's that looked like high impact, and sadly, you said that there were. A couple of people who caused the action, who the people who caused the accident, a couple had to be rushed to the hospital. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, there was five people in their car and uh, two people, they had to be cut out and uh, taken. I mean, it looked like they were okay. Hopefully some minor injuries, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, but yeah, they, they, I did have the right of way. And, uh, but regardless, terrible oh, to be a part of that. Yeah. So scary. Well, you know, it's true. We all have traumas, whether I call them sometimes like the little T traumas or the capital T traumas. I would call this a capital T trauma. What happened to you? Because just even if, you know, I had a friend once just bumped the back of my car when we were like, you know, in our teen, you know, 18, 19, you know, just high school friend, just being a silly, but just that even that little tap and you feel jolted is like, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. She was just trying to be funny. And I was like thinking about, I, you know, so to be hit that hard with that much speed and that impact, you know, you, yeah, thank goodness you have breath work to, to work with, to help release some of this. Yes. I did a session earlier today for sure. And it was interesting because uh, I realized things do get stored in our body. And I was, you know, 
it's been a number of days, but I'm still revisiting and remembering, you know, it's almost like you try to tell the police the story of what happened. I couldn't even remember, yeah. you know, yeah. that's shock. And that's how shock affects our system. And that's how trauma can affect our system. So yes. it, it's amazing how your memory can disappear. I don't even remember which way I was driving. Wow. <laughs> so uh, it took me quite a while to settle in and figure out, oh yeah, this is what happened. Mm. Um, and it's amazing also how the mind can create different scenarios of what I thought happened. Mm. So anyway, interesting. I'm grateful. Yes, I have I have angels on my side and um Audi on my yes. side. Thank you, Audi. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> glad we just gave a plug for Audi. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm glad that it was it was able to be a strong enough vehicle to to, you know, based on what you showed me with that picture. I mean, it was just demolished. So thank God you were protected, even though the car was was not how, how did you use the breath work did you like what did you do specifically did you think about the situation or just feel into your body or what did you do yeah i usually like to set some sort of intention for myself so it was really just show me what i need to know through the session mm. and that was this this morning because uh, a lot of residual stuff was showing up some fears some anxieties mm. you know uh, all sort of mixed emotions so uh, but as always with my sessions, I felt more relaxed at the end. I felt better. I will use that word better uh, and more open. And yeah, and I didn't get any great clarity in the session other than what I posted earlier, which was kind of not associated with my intention, which was this whole thing around as long as we have breath in our bodies, change is possible. Wow. Um, because... I don't know. There's been some things that I want to change in my life and different areas. And, you know, uh, I know what it's like because I work with people all the time who want change. And there's these patterns that keep repeating and it can be so exhausting and so frustrating. Yes. Uh, but this message dropped in really clearly for me. Uh, so maybe something about the accident. You know, I have to believe everything happens for a reason, you know, or at least we can look for the appreciation right. and everything. Yes. I think yeah. I lean more towards, I used to believe that. And then part of me is like, no, I don't yeah. actually believe that everything happens for a reason. I think life happens. And yeah. then like you said, we can extract what we choose to extract from a situation, right? We can sort of, you know, look for the deeper meaning or how we can heal or, you know, what we can learn from a situation or just have the new awareness. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you actually after I said yeah. that. No, no, it's interesting because I for a long time believed that everything happens yeah. for a reason. And then I look at some things that and I was, I'm like, no, I don't think that that I think life is beautiful and loving and giving, and then humans mm -hmm. get into the picture. And mm -hmm. then, you know, with some people's intentions or situations or just carelessness, like in this case of this family that was driving towards you and somebody wasn't paying attention for that moment and which was enough to cause this um you know but now there's a there's an opportunity like you said for healing and reflection and any any awareness um i wanted yeah. to have you on the show jay because first of all i loved our first interview and we'll Me give too. polly alexander a shout out who's also been on the podcast who's a money coach in abiza spain and who's a lovely person. And yeah, she, she connected us um, mostly because I, I, from my request, I learned about you and I was like, oh, can you make an introduction? But since then, Jay, I did a couple of private sessions with you. And then recently I just keep feeling called to do more breath work. And I was like, you know what, why don't I just do your group code? Like you do it through a webinar once a mm -hmm. month. And I just had the most profound experience every time I connect with you. You have such beautiful energy. You're so present and you play the best music. And we, we need to <laughs> touch on that because I wonder, because yeah. th there's a part of that that transports you. Something about the music allows the mind to settle enough for the body. That's my sense of it, to then like release. Um, and the one on money that we just did uh, a couple of weeks ago, I ended up doing a solo cast because it was just like so profoundly helpful as so much awareness. And you know, what's so funny, Jay, at the end of the session, my puppy, who's like a ball of energy came I had the music playing. I didn't have headphones because I was by myself and he rested his head on my stomach. 
mm-hmm. for like a good five minutes. This is a dog that does not do that. <laughs> and I just, I think, you know, there's something that's so uh-huh. profound that must happen during these sessions. So that is why you're sitting here again, because I, I just want for anyone who's curious about it or I don't know, has been called to maybe explore breath work to just have more understanding of, of what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, so happy to have you in the membership and, you know, to do as many classes as, as you want. There's so many different themes in there. And, yeah. and uh, I want to talk about your pet first because it never fails. Never, ever, ever after the sessions, I have pictures after photo after photo in my phone of, you know, clients with a dog or a cat on their chest or on their head or walking around during the session, very curious about what's happening. Oh, pets are so in tune to energy and uh, it's incredible. The energy shifts and the energy release during breath work. So yeah, I love that. That's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, And, you know, I always say we teach what we most need to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in no way a guru. <laughs> you know, money has been one of my biggest uh, challenges, and and the all the topics that I cover in my membership uh, and week and monthly are things that you know are near and dear to my heart, and things that I continue to work on too. So, uh, so yeah, the money piece is uh, is profound. I know we. I think one of the most powerful parts was was having you write a letter yes. to money as if it was a, well, I said intimate partner, yes. but somebody really close to you. Yeah. What would you say to money in that situation? Because, you know, money is energy. Uh, every every component in our life can be looked at like a relationship. And mm-hmm. so I know when I did that letter, it was like, you know, I don't trust you. Sometimes you show up, sometimes you don't. <laughs> I feel like I give more than I receive. And, you know, there was a lot of patterns there in this letter. Uh, and interestingly enough, it mirrored a lot of my relationships as well. Right? No coincidence. Wow. Oh, your actual intimate relationships. Yes. Oh, for sure. Always giving more than I was getting. You know, my pattern was overspending and not getting as, as much back. Wow. So that's the importance of that letter. And, and I thought it was a nice way to start the, the session. Yeah. And just for anyone listening, I did a solo cast and I sort of walked you through how Jay set it up. So you can listen to that. It's it's a Monday musing with Michelle episode. I've only done four of those. And I, I think that's what it's going to be. Those, just those four. But the first one, I just, after having, it was literally, I recorded it like a day after, two days after that dear money letter that we did and the breath work on it. And it was just so powerful. And I was like, I really want to share this with everyone who's maybe wants to just try even writing the letter, even without the breath work, because there is so much awareness and with awareness is the opportunity to shift things and take control and heal things that need to be healed. Or then you start going, oh, that's my pattern. And once you see the pattern, you can unhook from it. But when you're in it, you can't see it. You you can't unhook, and then you keep attracting the emotionally unavailable men. Like it was yeah. my pattern in my twenties and and early thirties. You know, you start seeing all those. But for me, Jay, it was funny. For me, I realized I was the one that betrayed money, and that's what I talked about. I had always had this very trustworthy partner, so giving, always there. I just, you know, I complicated the relationship. And so that was what was funny for me. And I was like, why did I do that? What changed? So we all have work to do. And I think there's a lot of like master coaches and people out there. I mean, I'm a coach. You do coaching through breath work and wellness coaching. And, you know, this idea that everyone's got it figured out, I think it's not fair to people. I think the truth is, I think in some areas where we're teaching, like you are a master breath coach, right? You know, we all have our thing that we feel like really grounded in where we can help, but we also have the different areas of our lives that there's always parts or, or in my case, one that was a consistent, like, I always feel like I could teach about money and how to be abundant and manifest because that's been my pattern. And I was like, well, I have to look at what what shifted for me in the last few years. And why did I change that relationship? You know, so we're all sort of this teacher and the student. We all are that. Yes, I love that. And and you hit the nail on the head. It really is awareness because yeah, once we're conscious, either we can consciously <laughs> fall into Deny. the same patterns or <laughs> yeah. And yeah. let's face it, right? It takes work. It it's I always say it's like a full-time job trying to be on top of my thoughts and yes. rewiring and re- rethinking and repositioning them, you know, especially when you're not feeling well, or if you're tired, you know, in those times, 
they can start to sneak in. Before you know it, you're back in the hole again. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, wh- just let's start. Why is breath work so healing? Why? What is what? What is it doing? What What is it all about? Yeah. Well, I always say it rewires. I like that word because mm-hmm. people understand what that means. Your your brain, uh, your emotional system, even uh, even your physical body, actually. And mm-hmm. what I love so much is it does bring you that awareness that talk therapy and other modalities can't really necessarily bring you. And that is just just a knowing. I call it a knowing. Like you touch on some sort of block or something that's in the way, or you get a download of a word. And you get a knowing that, oh my goodness, wow, this is what's getting in the way. So there's there's an, almost an energetic connection that is not in our heads at all. The breath takes you into your heart, into your body, and you just are able to feel things on a totally new new level, a spiritual level, emotional level, energetic level. Yeah. And that's where the healing takes place, I think. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, how is the physical body mm-hmm. and like the, our actual physiology and then the emotions, like what is that connection and how are we tapping into it? Cause I also, and I don't know if this is where the chakras come in, but I know mm-hmm. you do work around that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> look, most of us live in our heads a lot of the time. That's yeah. where a lot of the craziness happens, yeah. but of course our, right. our mind, our thoughts, it could be a really wonderful, helpful place too. Yes. Uh, for me, mostly not so, so helpful, but uh, what, you know, the, literally, I mean, on a physical level, bringing in more oxygen, oxygenating mm. our cells, oxygenating our body, our muscles, our organs uh, physically helps to detox the body, helps to release, uh, engages this, uh, vagus nerve and, and the parasympathetic nervous system. So it does help with stress. Mm-hmm. So whenever we're more relaxed, which is hard to do sometimes in just seated meditation, at least for me, Yes, you, you know, it's, it's difficult to get there sometimes. Yes. So what I love about breath work, it's an active meditation yes. that uh, is good for many people, especially type A people yes. who can kind of get out of your head into your body and into a really beautiful state of relaxation. And from that place, I think all things are possible, you know, it's almost like a hypnotic state. Yes. Yeah. So I I did the two privates with you and then the one group actually, and then one on my own. um, When I signed up for the membership, I only, I was telling you, I only got halfway through only because I was just curious what it was. (laughs) And then I, next thing I got sucked into it, but I didn't have the time to do it. But each and every time as we get to the end of the session, I find that I go into some really Zen, like, I don't know, it's very, it's like I'm awake, but I'm not awake state. And it's so deeply, like everything's so quiet. And so it's almost like I've taken this awesome nap, but I'm not asleep, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It happens. It's happened at the end of every session. It's so um, awesome. Yeah, it's like so I'm awesome. with you the whole time, but then like that, something about that last transition piece, I just go somewhere else and then I come back and I'm like, wow, I feel like I just went on like a two-week vacation. Like it's just so like deeply relaxing. I can't even, I there's no way to describe it other than that. It's restful, isn't it? Very, yeah, deeply restful. Yeah, it's not, it's not uncommon for people to fall asleep during a session. You're sort of in and out. Some people are in and out of consciousness, and, and that's actually fine. I also do hypnosis, and, you know, during hypnosis, some people are kind of almost in a sleep state, and that's, that's just fine because you're still receiving, yeah. you know, uh, the hypnotic induction, for example. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, again, in ideal world, meditation can bring you there to that very, you know, it's very restful, very deep, but I just think it's difficult for us where we're also busy and connected to our phones. And, you know, we, we need to literally do some active breathing to music, which helps take your mind off of things. Mm. And on, on the journey, I always say, you probably remember the first four or five minutes is the hardest. It's like, it's a lot of work sometimes yeah. Yeah. If you're tired yeah. and I always joke, people are like, I paid for this. What am I doing? Right, right. <laughs> this, is, this is hard. It's it's not, not easy the first little bit, but I always say your body starts to breathe itself after a while. Yeah. 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 
And you're just, you know, you're coaching as we go, you know, you're kind of keeping us going and rem- reminding us to like keep breathing or whatever. Right. The other thing that I found really interesting about it is that you don't know what's going to come up, especially in the private session, but even the one that I listened to on my own, it was one topic, let's say abundance or manifest mm-hmm. or something. And something, once I got into my body, something completely different wanted to be released. I mean, obviously yes. I'm not going to mention what happened in my private session with you. There was one where I was mm-hmm. like, why is this coming up right now? Like <laughs> it's something 20 years ago. Yeah. What is that about? What, what is it just locked in there? Obviously it needs to be released. And if we're all carrying stuff, like if I'm carrying something from 20 years ago, what's that about? Oh, I mean, not uncommon, you know, that's why I always have people do a series of sessions if they can with me, because you do peel back the layers each time. And it's so common to go back to childhood for sure, to go back to, because, you know, that's where a lot of our early traumas are formed. Yeah. That's a lot of, but it doesn't uh, even have to be trauma. That was mine. wasn't a trauma thing. No, yours wasn't. Uh, It, you know, I always say we don't always understand what shows up. Yeah. But it shows, I promise you 150%. It's always accurate. So if we can just go in and I, you know, with your situation, uh, acknowledge, I guess yeah. is part of it. Yeah. Maybe there's some forgiveness work or something that needs to yeah, be done. Yeah. Yeah. There may have been. Some and then that. it's, it's like, it's some, your body, your psyche is just telling you there's something there that needs to be cleared yes. in order to take you to the next level. And we don't always understand and we don't even need to understand it actually. Right. Yeah. Like we do energy clearing uh, next month is actually an energy release and, you know, have people connect with energy, blocked energy in their body and put a color and a shape, you know, and what's interesting is I've seen everything from orange triangles to brick walls to pink bubble gum. Like it doesn't actually matter what it what looks like. See. Yeah. What is important is what it represents. And mm-hmm. if we can get some permission to clear it once and for all. From, from your system. So yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating journey, never a dull moment. And like you no. said, what we think will come up often doesn't. Yeah. Cause your brain, your mind is getting out of the way with it, which is what's so yeah. powerful about it, I think. And yeah. does it automatically when you do these sessions, balance out your chakras? Yeah. I say that in my training and I say that in classes, I really believe it automatically opens and aligns your your seven main chakras. How I know is because it's personal experience. First of all, I've done so much breathing on my own. And from the very first session, I remember feeling pulsating, throbbing, opening in certain chakras. Like I was like, what is going on here? And I've seen it with, with clients and it never, ever fails that there's, we all hold some sort of stress or Mm. stuck emotion. And usually it's in some of the energy points of chakras. Uh, most commonly, it's in like the four middle ones, like our, our throat, which we could talk about today, uh, the heart, the solar plexus, and the sacral. Uh, and it's often there because there's a lot of mass of physical body there as well. Mm. Uh, and that's often where we hold our stress. So yeah, but just by breathing and why I love the three-part breath that I teach is because it does open up those lower chakras with the belly breath. <sighs> and then chest breath <sighs> kind of opens and sends energy up to the upper chakras. So I would say, yeah, naturally opens and aligns and can uncork or unblock your energy points. So cool. It's so, (laughs) I just find it. And why are we sometimes tears crying? Like what, you know, you're not even necessarily sad and the tears are coming out. It's maybe. Yeah. Well, massaging organs too. I don't know. Like what's going on. Yeah. It can be a series of things. I mean, I remember Again, personal experience, when I first started, I just cried and cried and cried every session. Part of it was grief, sadness, mm. you know, disappointment, all of the hurt I was holding, depression. Yeah. But there was other times I would cry because I felt so much love mm. and so much gratitude and appreciation. So I think, honestly, I, I like to say it just helps us remember who we really are. Mm. We forget. That makes me emotional just saying that because yeah. we forget and when we remember, it's enough to make you want to cry because we're just balls of energy. We're not this physical being at all, even though we're so attached, right, to all the, the stories. Stuff and the stories, yeah. So that's emotional. It's freeing. People cry because they feel free. Mm. People cry because they feel angry. People cry because they feel sad. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot. I love that. And you said it's an invitation. It's an opportunity to remember who we are, which is 
I believe sometimes tears, like you hear something and it just makes you cry. It's like you're, you're hearing a truth. Your soul's like knowing and remembering. It's like, oh yeah, Uh, you know, that just hits you. And so I don't know. I just think it's so, it's so healing and it's so, I don't know. It's fun to see what's going to come up. And I'm glad you said that because I'm sure you can relate, Michelle, and you've talked to so many people in your podcast, you know, we're all our worst critics. And, you know, people are always saying how amazing you are, right? How amazing I am. And sometimes it's not always easy to receive because of our programs. But when we lay down and breathe, you can actually connect to some of that Mm. self-love and self-appreciation. And again, that's enough to make you cry because you start to experience what other people see in you. Yeah, you're receiving. That's so beautiful. You know, it's interesting. So you were talking about the throat chakra. I think, you know, one of the paths women everyone, but women's, I think specifically in the show is for women, um, have a challenge with is owning their voice. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of self-editing going on. Talk to us about, is it considered, what is this? What chakra is this? The fifth chakra or the, is it yep. the fifth? Okay. Mm-hmm. The throat chakra is the fifth chakra. How right. does, how can we use either just awareness of chakra or breath work to like open that up? Yeah. Yeah, I work a lot with women as well. And it's probably the most common that and maybe solar plexus, but you know, there's, yeah, it's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected. And I always say the throat is, uh, if we can uncork and open the throat, it's direct access to our heart. Mm. So if you can look at that, that's really important. Uh, first of all, I vocalize during our sessions, which can be hard for some people, but even letting out um, you know, I prefer yells or laughs or screams, just something to let oh, out some that's sound. That's why we do that. Yeah. That's why we do it, even if it's difficult for people. Um, if sometimes we want to talk to ourselves or we want to yell or, you know, we're frustrated, I get people to vocalize whatever they want to vocalize. Yeah. Because there's something about uncorking. And also, especially with women, setting healthy boundaries, saying no, asking for what you need. Uh, so, literally in private sessions in particular, I'll have people like I'll say, what do you really want to say to so-and-so or your dad or your mom? What, you know, what didn't you get to say? You get to say Mm -hmm. that here today. And there's something Mm -hmm. healing about just letting it go and vocalizing out loud. Yeah. And all the things. And it's not always pretty. Otherwise. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Not be a, yeah. A kind thing could be some anger or whatever. Right. Exactly. It's just, it's just stuck energy. And so what happens when we do that, that's part of the process. Uh, we breathe in and out of our mouth for a reason. I know a mm. lot of yogis are like, only breathe in your nose, but I personally disagree. It's just easier. There's more access. I feel more oxygen yeah. flowing in um, yeah. and we're able to open wide and really open up that throat chakra. Yes. Which again has direct access to everything else. So I think that's important. Um, I think it's not uncommon. I mean, it is common. And what I see is, you know, thyroid issues in women, Mm. right? Things related to the throat. And I think there's no accident, you know, we all hold stuff in different areas. And sometimes there's little ailments and pains and inflammation and health issues correlated with that, with that chakra. Mm. So again, awareness is key. You know, I do this a lot too, clearing my throat. That's a sign. There's little, you know, people might think that's coincidence, but anything to do with sore throats. I remember when I was singing in musicals, I was so anxious, right? And so stressed. Uh, and then it would be often where I would literally lose my voice, you know, before a performance. I was not sick, <laughs> but the fear was manifesting and the anxiety was manifesting wow. in my throat. You see that with singers a lot. So again, we're all a work in progress. We're never going to perfect it, but just awareness of, okay. Feeling some anxiety, feeling, um, you know, I'm not feeling confident. That's another thing. Confidence, speaking your truth. Yeah. I'm sure you see that a lot with women. Yes. You can even feel a tightening sometimes, right? Absolutely. Like a physical tightening in that area. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's what I always have clients do or students is just tune in. Where are you? Well, overall, where do you hold tension in your body? Right. I'll have them close their eyes and scan. Where do you hold tension? Where do you hold resistance? Where do you have recurring injuries? And then that's usually a sign. Right. And you send breath there. Yes. And the beauty of this breath is you can direct it to your left hip. You can like, 
you know, if you're visual, you can almost picture it like a laser beam as you're breathing in. And just imagine that laser of breath or a tunnel of breath going to wherever you need it, your lower back or your knee or up through, maybe you have a migraine, you know, you can just visually imagine the breath going there. Everything is energy. Yes. So if we think it, we feel it. Yes. Uh, we we can direct our breath anywhere. Wow. And I don't think I knew you did musical theater that you sang. Just your, did your breath work when you started doing it help with your voice? I did musical theater and a lot more singing um, before breath work. And God, I wish it had shown up earlier. It would have helped me so much with my stage yeah. fright and my, yeah. my nerves and my crazy anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still sing, Jay? I'm, I do. Sometimes I'll sit at my piano and sing, and uh, it it helps to lift my spirits as well. Well, yeah. again, breath, well, breath oxygen. I was going to say that. Yeah. I've, ta- I've done, I did musical theater as a kid, but I've taken private voice as an adult. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always like, how do I get that note better? And the teacher's like, breath, it's always breath. And, uh, you know, so <laughs> it's just interesting, right? Because you need the breath support to get, but I, yeah, I'm not calling myself a singer by any well, it, the breath, yeah, I, I don't think I completely breathe properly into the diaphragm, either like a, like an opera singer, for example, but it it certainly takes the pressure off the throat when right. you breathe properly. Yeah. Uh, but also, we I think we had talked about this, that, that sometimes you're in a singing class and you feel super emotional and people will start to cry totally. while they're singing. Yeah. I believe it's it's the same, you know, the same method as doing some breath work. Interesting. And... Yeah, and that's also you talked about music, right? That's why I think the music is so important too, because it adds to the feeling. Yeah, you pick the that's, best music. Thank you. It's always somehow connected, and I was like, "Oh, the word," and then you just go with it, and oh gosh, I mean, music alone, right, is like healing. So combined it's with so the good. breath work is like, is so awesome. Um, do, can you heal physical things like with breath work? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, what I see almost every session is a release of physical pain after mm. one session. Yeah. Now, it's not to say it's not going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but even my dad, who did a breathwork session with me in Hollywood years ago, you know, he had his shoulder pain for, I don't know, a decade, it was completely gone. So, what it does, it brings us awareness to, wow, okay. Deep breathing can release yeah. physical pain. Yeah. I maybe have some control over this. That's so interesting, right? Yeah. So it brings an awareness again to, wow, what if I did this more? What if I mm. was more aware? Uh, there's a great book called Healing Back Pain. I'm jumping, but Dr. John Sarno, and he talks a lot about the emotions and how stress can restrict our blood flow and cause spasms. So I, I make that connection too, that if we can send breath, oxygen, energy, open up that space a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've definitely seen people heal. I've I've seen um, you know I haven't worked intensely with people who are going through like major cancer treatments or anything, um, but I but I know for a fact it certainly can help all ailments. Bringing in more oxygen, relaxing the nervous system. Yes. Yeah, I've yeah. seen people drop weight. That's quite common. Uh, doing regular breath work. And I think that's probably related to cortisol, like lowering the cortisol, oh, not having the, having the spikes. Maybe balancing out hormones or something. Balancing hormones. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot we still don't understand with yeah. breathwork. I'm still learning myself. Yeah. Um, but I only know from personal experience of working with so many people. <laughs> right. You've been doing this a long time. It's funny. I usually open up with a bio, but you've been doing, <laughs> you've been in the world of health for like 30 years, right? And personal growth and all of that stuff. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I will mention your bio at the end, but <laughs> I want to stay with what, what, with where we are. Um, how, how many, like, is, is breath work just something we should just be doing regularly? I mean, it's interesting. So some things got so popularized, right? Like Wim Hof, like between the ice buckets and I don't know, he's got some breath thing he does on YouTube. I don't know. I've, heard people mention like a 10 minute, whatever, but like, mm-hmm. is, should this be a daily practice? How do you, how do you approach it? Yeah, I think it's different for everybody. I think like all modalities, I personally 
think it's good to continue to do long-term, but you know, sometimes things resonate for a period of time in someone's life and then they try something else, which I totally get. Yeah. Uh, However, when I first started, I did it every day. I did full sessions every day for like three months. And I don't suggest that because it's super intense and you're going to process therapy probably. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I was pretty exhausted. Not going to lie. You know, now I'll do one or two sessions myself a week because it's an extended session. Yeah. Some people Wait, do you do, do like it for to... yourself. Yes. Yeah. You do. I just play my playlists. Um, I also hire one of my uh, students and friends who's a really amazing master breathwork and meditation guide. So sometimes I'll hire him to take me through a process Yeah. too, because it's yeah. nice to have somebody hold space for us. Yeah, I was going to say that when somebody holds space, I think that it's a very different just, experience. It's kind, of, it's kind of like a little sacred bond there of like permission to, you know what I mean? To be held in a way. Just Definitely. like with somebody else knowing your truth and without any judgment or right. And you're, you do such a beautiful job with that. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's the key for all coaches and healers and yes. therapists is to normalize people's pain and trauma, you know, Yeah. Uh, and being trauma informed is, is just, you know, always just being able to hold space and not, you know, and just accepting and, and yeah. And, and just being with what is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've experienced a lot of it myself. So sure. nothing really surprises me. Uh, but yeah, so so I think a practice, I think, you know, if you're doing an extended breathwork practice once or twice a week is good. Yeah. Maybe in the beginning you want to do a you know a few more to really again peel those layers back and get really deep. Yeah. But as maintenance, some sort of weekly or bi-weekly practice is really good. There are shorter breathwork practices. I don't know. I just per- personally prefer to go the extended version because I get more out of it. Yeah. If you're going to do but it, you're going to. That's kind of what I do. I yeah. do other spiritual practices as my morning practice, but some sort of breath work, even a five minute, you know, practice would, would really help boost energy and, and give you some clarity. Yeah. So yeah. Wim Hof does a lot of breath holds, which I don't really do. You know, I haven't done his, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I don't know what his, There's different breath practices out there, right? There are so many. And, you know, I like the word breath work because it's, it's out there now, but at the same time, it's almost limiting, you know, because you've been to the sessions that I've done. It's almost limiting to say I'm going for breath work because it's kind of a lot more, isn't it? More than that. Yeah. Oh, it's like so good. Yeah. No, it's so, I, I look forward to the class now. I'm like, oh, and it's fun to, cause you have the, you know, in the membership, you've got the recordings, which is great, but I love the energy of the uh, live class. So I was so glad I was able to actually show up for that. And then it's part, it becomes like uh, something you're doing for your self-care. It's like, you know what? No, I'm going to show up live because it's once a month for an hour or whatever. And I, and I'm going to make time for that. Right. Yeah, I think it's nice the synergy of the group to be in the in the even though it's a webinar, you can't see anyone other than you, but somehow you can feel it. It was great, and we use the chat box, right? So you can share anonymously what's going on. So I have a better idea of what's going on for different people, and I can help guide you that way. So it is more personalized when you're oh yeah, maybe that's part of it too. What's the most profound healing you've seen or? either personally, or I don't know what you can share, but like anything like that was like, Whoa, what that's intense. Like I didn't realize that could happen. I have (laughs) seen so many intense experiences. I I post some of them on my Instagram. Um, One was with a man I worked with recently. Uh, Just uh, we we did some energy release, uh, which I talked about earlier. And, and, you know, he, he had a pretty rough upbringing with mm. drugs and, and uh, you know, family and growing up in a bad neighborhood. And um, he's quite successful now and helps to guide people, but hasn't completely been uh, open and vulnerable about his past with mm. worry that people might <laughs> not accept him. And, and so what came up was it was a really deep healing around his dad. And he had mm. done a lot of work on himself, especially around dad. But something in that particular session uh, around forgiveness, really profound, really deep, really emotional. Uh, <laughs> makes me emotional talking about it. That's why I love this work. Yes. Uh, changed his life in that moment, wow. you know? And, and so 
that was profound. I had a session not long ago, and I've been doing this for six or seven years, but it goes to show, hate to break it to you, <laughs> the work's never done, right? That's what I was wondering. That's what I, you know, we're all, we all have new experiences or maybe energetically, mentally, physically, whatever, spiritually ready to release something that we weren't two years ago. So that's why it exactly. comes up, right? Yeah, we're ever yeah. expanding. And what showed up for me was, was, uh, some stuff around my heart connected to some of the, to mom and granny, I can say that. Uh, and, and, you know, severing some of the energetic cords. Mm. And then what showed up directly behind my heart was, was this black, um, almost a wet cauliflower looking energy of grief. Oh gosh. And it sounds bizarre to people listening probably, but in the moment, you know, it's very clear what's going on and, and, I just always trust the process. So I personally did it all myself, just cleared out this, this wet, dark grief. Uh, and it's, I realize it's all part of where I'm going and what I want to achieve and who I want to be in the world. And it caught me off guard because I have done a lot of work. And so thankfully not every session is that extreme, right? But right. So profound. there was a lot of emotion, a lot of, uh, a lot of sobbing, a lot of yelling, a lot of, all sorts of things. Healing. It's also so, healing to just let it out. And like we don't want that. Go. You don't want it stuck in your cells and your body and right in your chakras. Um, for somebody who's not familiar, what can you just explain what the chakras are? Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, uh, they're like, uh, the word actually means disc mm-hmm. in Hindu. So they're energy points, energy discs that when aligned, when balanced, when open, they spin clockwise energetically. And we have seven main ones, but we have so many more than that. And the first one is the root uh, and they go in colors as well. So the root is red. It's kind of at the lower coccyx, lower, lower spine down through our legs and feet. Um, that's that's uh, about safety, protection, abundance, grounding, early programming uh, and connecting to nature, just really physical stuff. Yeah. And then it goes to the sacral, which is under the belly button into the lower back. That's orange. And that is healthy sexuality, sensuality, passion, creativity, life force energy, chi, that sort of energy. Uh, And by the way, in all of them, there's also negative emotions that can sit there. You know, for example, the the sacral holds uh, shame and guilt. Mm. So we can always correlate. "Mm, (laughs) What emotion are you holding? There's a good chance it sits in certain chakras. Uh, The solar plexus uh, right under the. Yeah, right under the ribs, and that's uh, yellow, vibrant yellow, and that's self-worth, personal power, warrior energy, confidence, value. Um, The heart, it's beautiful green, and that's really self-love, compassion, forgiveness, uh, the ability to to not just give love but receive, Um, gentleness, all that sort of thing. And then the throat, which we talked about, expressing your truth, asking for what you need, setting healthy boundaries. Um, getting your message out into the world, great for singers, writers, actors, anybody who, you know, uses their, their message out to the world. Yeah. Third eye right here, as my comedian friend says, better than Botox. (laughs) (laughs) The third eye is, uh, is all about clarity and foresight, intuition, sort of vision of where you'd like to be for very visual people. Like I am third eye is, is, um, can be pretty active. Yeah. And then crown just kind of energetically on top of the head running upward. It's beautiful, uh, beautiful royal purple. And that really, I always say, just connects you to all that is God, angels, ancestors, guides. Yeah, so just it's a beautiful channel. It goes very physical, heavy, almost to moving to light ethereal. Hmm. Beautiful. And so, yeah, the breath work does help heal and balance the chakras for like maybe spinning the wrong direction or whatever it's called it. it exactly. Is. Have you is ever used right? pendulums, Michelle? No, I have not. Oh yeah. This is a fun thing. And again, it's like physical. It's, it's almost quantum physics. Everything is energy. It's, it's yeah. a science. It's yeah, you know, yeah. not even so woo woo, but you can use, I have a beautiful Koa wood pendulum. You can hold it over the chakras. The chakra, and, yeah. And, and see which it, way it know, spins. Generally, if it goes clockwise. Uh, you know, that means everything's flowing and open. Sometimes it'll just stay stuck or go backwards. Interesting. It yeah. moves on its own. You're not. It No, it does. Yeah. You want to be careful just to hold it and just wait and just see what happens. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So that's another uh, 
I've, I've tested before and after Reiki and before and after breath work. That's right. And you do your, you do Reiki as well. Yeah. Do a bunch of things. <laughs> I know you do. Well, I saw that like, yeah, you'd been trained in uh, Reiki massage therapy, right? A wellness coach. Gnosis, like a, yeah. <clears throat> all sorts of things, but it was really the breath work that sort of integrated all of the power of most of those modalities, right? Yeah. It actually strengthens people's ability to do other healing modalities. So if you want to tap in more to psychic energy, I can almost promise you breath work will make you more psychic. I have no Do you call it psychic or intuitive? Well, either, you know, depending if people are, yes either you will start to think about people and they'll show up you'll start it's it's not uncommon for me to see a color and my client says yes that's the color i was seeing you know i was never that person before (laughs) right it just starts (laughs) or i'll be like i'm getting you know whatever i'm seeing you with with a baby with a new daughter you know and she's like i was just thinking about being a mom like these things happen all the time and if i can do it it's interesting because for you it comes up visually i wonder if other people comes up like in a different way depending on how they receive like it totally depends on how they receive exactly which is why also in my teaching i try to keep open to different senses right just because i'm visual i want to somebody in my group might be auditory or the right. smell or right right more kinesthetic or something like that yeah mm-hmm. um there's i just think this is it's interesting because this is more of a conversation versus like a, a lot of times i'm like okay let's give tactical tangible but <laughs> i think for somebody who's interested in breath work they should explore it what what can you leave them with today jay it's just you know like if somebody's curious about it or what, what do you, what do you want them to know? Yeah. Well, I think if they're curious, it's definitely worth, you know, there's always nudges. I think the universe is nudging us towards healing and expansion and growth. Trust me, I did not want to go to this breathwork group (laughs) six or seven years ago, but I went and thank God I did. So uh, just follow the nudges. So yeah, there's curiosity. I mean, I have a free download on my website. Yeah. If you want to experience Jay's, yeah, definitely download his free one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's how I started. And then next thing I know I'm doing the private and now (laughs) worship it just because I love it so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good way. Explore other breathwork teachers and healers. You know, sure. I like I don't know too many people that have such an extensive library uh that I do, for example. So it's really nice. You can go through and you can either rent it one off or just do the membership, which is cheaper, and you can choose as many as you want. And there's just different themes that will correlate with different people based yeah. on what they're going through. Yeah. So that would be a good option. <clears throat> but I think starting with the the free sample on my site just to see what it feels like to get a sense Um, i combined it with some ho'oponopono i believe which is a beautiful self-love and forgiveness uh, practice yes pairs really nicely with breath work yes yes and you shared about that last time i love it so much it's just four four phrases right do you want to wrap up those oh yeah i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you and and you, why did you incorporate the Ho'oponopono with the breathwork? How'd that come into being? Yeah, good question. You know, I learned Ho'oponopono years before breathwork mm. and I thought it was interesting. And I was like, oh, this is nice. But then I don't know, something told me as I was breathing at home one day to try Ho'oponopono on myself mm. and then on my parents and then on other people. And I got to tell you, I could feel every word like I've never felt before. And it's because breathwork opens your heart mm. and, and everything resonates differently, you know? So I just, again, got an inkling to, to try that. And that's what I taught for over two years, every week, twice a week in Hollywood, just this very simple process of breath and Ho'oponopono. Wow. And it's always different every time you do it. I love it. And it's, yes. And follow that voice for me. It was, it was, you know, cause I'm such a curious person. I can like, want to like do everything and it's always at the same time. So once I'm curious about something, I never just pick one thing. It's like, I'll do five things. And I'm like, what? that's not good. So I was like, no, the breath work keeps coming back. Yeah. So just, just do Jay's thing and see how it goes. You know, I think that's a good start. And, you know, I just wouldn't mind following up on that because your question was about 
how to start. And I, I think not all breathwork will resonate. I believe yeah. this is the most transformative style yes, personally yes. from all the ones I've tried, but I would openly say not for everybody. Right. I would also say, give it a chance because, you know, I know people have come to groups and people are like having all these emotional releases and they're like, I didn't feel anything. Right. You know, and that could be really hard. Like, what's yeah. wrong with me? Right. So right. I would say, give it a chance. Do do it. You know, do it a bunch of times. Right. Because some people, <laughs> I don't say crack open, but you know, some people crack open at different times. Yeah. Uh, and the goal is not to get someone sobbing or feeling deep emotion necessarily, but it is nice when we can do that because, again, it's a release. <sighs> it's, a release. Healing. it's so healing. It's healing. Um, I love being with you, Jay. You're just such a beautiful soul. And um, I'm glad that you were well. Um, I didn't expect that to be the beginning of our call. And I'm I'm sorry you had that experience, but I'm glad that you're you're well. And I want to direct people to y- your website, the, you know, that free breath work if they want to check it out themselves or just follow you online. So let's give them all your places to to connect with you. For sure. And I want to say I feel better talking to you. You always oh. have that effect on I me. Mean, you're like my soul sister. Oh, you really Jay. are. You're such a I just sweet adore you thing. and I feel better. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so my website is breatheonit.net. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E-O-N-I-T.net. And if you do breatheonit.net slash heal, that takes you directly to the free um, subscription. Perfect. So, and uh, yeah, everything is on my website, but I, I use Instagram more than anything. And uh, it's breathe on it with J J A Y. Yes. Thank you, Jay Bradley. Like I said, I didn't even do your bio, but people just got it. And I'll, you know what, in the show notes. So anyone who wants to find any of the resources, whatever, head to the goodlifecoach.com. Jay's interview will be there. Jay Bradley. Uh, breathe on it with Jay and all the links he just referenced. And he's also the author of the book, Live, Look, Feel, the 12 week guide to live longer, look younger and feel better. Um, thanks for being here, Jay. You're such a kind and giving soul. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful that Polly connected us because I'm really enjoying this work so much with you. So thank you. And thanks for your time today on the show. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so grateful. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.